Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. I always have to say wherever you find me because it's getting, uh, as I get more and more listeners, participants sometimes, uh, I'm not sure where they come from because I'm on a number of podcasts and a few stations um, live in the weekend. So wherever it is, I hope you enjoy it and tell people about it. My name is Bruce Dooley, in case you haven't listened, but I've been on somewhere for over 22 years now. All organic gardening and living, although I have expanded the program because climate has changed so much, gardening has changed. They've even changed the USDA, uh, I want to call it, uh, range maps for where you plant. What used to be 8 was now 8A and 8B. Some of them have become 9s. Everything has moved, I want to use the word, up a notch on our nation almost everywhere. And it's because there's that much change that it, you do need to move a few days one way or the other. Somebody's as far as two weeks difference in when and what and how you're going to plant. Just as an aside, since I'm really a nature nerd, it also has changed. Some places, birds and babies and from them is, are not doing so well because the climate's changed so much that the birds haven't altered when and how they nest, but yet the whether insects or the plants that are supposed to be there have either already bloomed out and the birds have missed them or they're no longer in the area. So it, it's not just affecting our plants we're going to talk about, but it's affecting everywhere we live. Not to mention the fires and the differences in the storms. Look at the storms this winter, folks. We used to use the word global warming when I first got interested in it, but we're finding out it's actually just global climate change. Some places are getting colder. Some places are getting wetter. Some places are are getting hotter and drier. But on a worldwide basis, the world is continuing to warm. I don't want to get into the debate of whether it's us or not. It is us. If you don't want to believe it, you don't have to. But, but there were natural changes, and we're aware of them. One example is La Nina used to come biannually or every few years, whatever, and change. But it stuck around almost an extra year. Now we are going to go into El Nino, and that is going to make us another worldwide climate change, climate difference. But we're aware of that. I get into some discussions with people, well, we've always gotten warmer and colder, and we have. We agree with that. That that scientists are smarter than we give them credit for. But what's happening to us, in addition to getting warmer or changing, is the tremendous amount of, I want to use the word air pollution, but it's mostly CO2, although methane is much worse as far as how long it hangs around and how bad it is, and a lot of other Inputs such as particulate matter has increased tremendously. So yes, give credit where credit's due. They do know what they're doing, and we need to learn to live with it. And that's one reason I'm going to do all about gardening as if you may be starting over. I'm going to say, why garden? I'm going to stretch this out a little bit since it's, I now start in March. I always think no matter where you are, there's something you can start to be able to do in your garden unless you're in zone two or three or something. But all of us that are listening to this probably can at least start beginning talking about gardens. I live in zone eight. And so I'm, we're on our way in the next few weeks for our tomato plantings and our peppers and everything. And if you're in seven or up there, it'll be another three or four weeks. But same concepts, just a matter of look on your map and see what you when your last average frost day is and then work around that. You know, it's really strange. I mean, I talk about gardening. I've had some people ask, that my, well, I can buy all the food I need at a store. I can afford to do it. And it's so much easier than having to grow the crops from seed. So why should I bother? 
So let's take an honest look at all the reasons why one should take the time to compost food scraps and set up and maintain a regenerative food garden. Especially, here's the year coming, 2023. Think back the last few years. And a moment here about something that's sort of new. It's called regenerative gardening. And yes, we've known what it is for a long time, but it's starting to mean um, um, more as time goes by. It offers a way for us to give back to the earth and the ecosystem, systems, all that we work with, that provides us with everything we need to live. For years, even commercial farmers and ranchers didn't do that. They took and took, and when they, the soil was poor and it was down again, they just cut down another forest and built themselves another ranch or opened it up to grasslands to raise their cattle. They're still doing that in the third world everywhere. Unbelievable amount of property and land is happening still every year. And a quote, I wish I'd said it originally, I didn't, and I don't know who did, but for the earth to stay in balance, for the gifts that we use to continue to flow, we have got to give back in equal measure at least as much as we take. Folks, there's over 8 billion of us. Over 8 billion of us now. We've got to feed us all. The, unless things change, they're projecting 10 billion people by the year 2050. I'm not going to make it there. But at least a good group of you that are listening are going to make it there. There seems to be some science that says that's about as far as we can possibly push this thing. So at 10 billion people... That's, uh, I think, a 10 with 14 zeros behind it. Uh, we do need to consider giving back just so we've got it to use again at least as much as we take to produce what we're producing. To begin with, starting a composting routine means feeding the soil life and creating valuable, originally black gold, I call it, for building soil and increasing productivity in your garden. This means less waste ends up in the landfill, more CO2 gets sequestered in the soil, and we're able to build rich, really healthy soils for supporting robust plant health. Oh, and when you get that compost at the level where it should be, it also requires less watering for even yields that are bigger than you were getting before. It also means we're choosing to contribute towards a more healthy future and this means a lot to me with grandkids, for our children and their descendants by building the precious soil that all life depends upon to survive. In one statement, folks, composting enhances soil and protects watersheds. In the long run, healthy soils are essential for protecting watersheds. Compost is the best way we know that we can all contribute to add organic matter, which is definitely vital to a healthy garden and to healthy soils. To get sort of semi-scientific for a minute, the act of composting means you're contributing towards the fabric of an ancient living economic model. It's been here for as long as we've been, well, a lot longer than we've been here. We invest our time in materials and the asset managers and investment teams, us, but by us I have to kind of explain uh, that team that's part of us is the bacteria, the fungus, and the decomposing insects, worms, everything that invests molecules of a, to what I call our biological currency. Let me make a little sense of that. By currency, and you think in the ways of economics, it's the currency in the form of fertile soil. It's not money. It's, it's, it's a savings bank of fertile soil. We can then withdraw from our account by planting the seeds, the plants, or whatever we need to come back to us. 
in the form of healthy foods for you and your children. And if you continue your composting and do an order, at the same time, you can still add some currency back into your garden savings account. Hope that makes sense. Looking at it another way, composting is medicine for the land and medicine if you're a real sincere gardener for your soul. It offers us a tangible way to connect with and give back to the living planet. Incidentally, the living planet is something that sustains us all. We're all involved in this. When one looks at the act of composting through a more um, utilitarian, I guess is the word I want, lens, it is an act that facilitates the transformation of free materials, free now, into something extremely valuable and useful for, one, saving money on groceries, and if you really look at it the way I look at it, you're saving money on medical bills. A lot of the medical problems we've got, folks, is from a poor food quality we get from the mass production of our plants, the, uh, the fruits we eat, the mass production of now the animals we eat. Uh, you, I could do a whole show just on how we raise commercial chickens or how we raise commercial pork or how we raise commercial beef, none of which you would find even acceptable if you really knew all the details that, that gets you uh, a meal to the table from the mass marketing producers. By contributing your little bit to the natural cycles that is totally inherent in composting, we involve ourselves in the act of reciprocity and begin to nourish a relationship with the living earth that results in, again, back to our currency, true wealth. We get food, we get sustenance, we get nourishment, and we can also help build the soil for future generations. This concept of returning even more than we get is not just a philosophical idea, but rather it's a real biophysical fact of life. It is part of the fabric of nature and can be observed in all the layers of life if you just stop and look at it sometime. It can be seen in the old growth trees and the symbiotic relationship with mycorrhizae fungi, which we'll talk about later. And it can be seen in human, right inside of us, in our gastrointestinal tract, where beneficial bacteria, of which we actually could not live without, help us to digest our food and protect our bodies from all kinds of invading pathogens, I guess is the best word I can come up with. In fact, there's really a give and take in every breath you take. Because in its simplest terms, for the oxygen that you breathe into yourself is the result of plants who, in essence, breathed in the CO2 and in return gave us the oxygen back. In nature, really, give and take is, is really the form that the earth has always worked on. Many ancient cultures saw Mother Earth and the fellow beings, us and everything around us, shared the world. It's the plants, the animals, the fungus, the insects, who all live by the same give and take. We have to be a part of it, and we've kind of pulled ourselves away from that. These cultures were taught their young that when you receive something special, let's call it a gift from the Earth, the food you eat and the animals that, that live with it, we must in return give back at least as much as we took. This is a way that in the real world before man, the, the ecosystem thrived for, for millions, but maybe billions of years until relatively recent times, us 
being uh, more and more a part of the world. There was a communities of abundance and regeneration, and if you want to call it the beauty that fosters the unfolding of everything we know to be alive. It was a complex but beautiful and unique system that worked basically on its own for millions of years. When we align with nature to help heal the soil, the air, the water, and our relationship to really everything of Earth and beyond, we are really embarking on a path to heal ourselves, our our personal existence, to give our energy to nurture life and align with the creative momentum of nature as a path to receiving medicine, in essence, my feeling, medicine for our soul and, again, for our future generations. I'll make this the end of my philosophy. <laughs> when I return after this break, though, I will start talking to you about where, why, and just what are the reasons to really grow your own garden. A lot of you probably have gardens better than I do now. I don't get to garden as much as I used to. But I just uh, want to throw it out there as sort of food for thought. Back after this with more of Organic Matters. <laughs> 